This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much as always for joining me. Uh, It is Friday. We've made it into the end of the first weekdays uh, of the first week of the international break. And uh, the first round of fixtures have started to conclude as well. England playing last night. We'll talk about that shortly. Um, But good morning to those joining us in the chat box. Hope you're doing good and well. Uh, Let's jump to the the top of the chat. Matt G, good morning to you, to Martin, to Yomi, to Blackshine, Alpha, James, Clincy. Uh, We've got Alex, we've got Vala, uh, Yomi, Johnny, Paul, NSW, Nav. uh, Good morning. And uh, indeed, Vala, most of the chat box legends already here. They're quick. They know what they're doing. They set their alarms. They know what time the show starts. They are all... Uh, ready and raring to go indeed. Right, uh, as I say every single time, do drop a like on the video if you are indeed enjoying the content here on the channel. Leave your comments down below for any of the topics that we discussed today and you've got your thoughts on. I'd love to hear them. And of course, if you are new, make sure you click that subscribe button. So, we start with Bakaya Saka and Jorginho both playing in England's 2-1 win uh, which obviously England managed to win. I, I suppose it's revenge in some small, insignificant way that <laughs> no one really cares about for the European Championship finals that England, unfortunately, were unable to win in 2021, beaten by Roberto Mancini's Italy then. Uh, however, uh, in Italy, England coming out with 2-1 winners, uh, Harry Kane, uh, breaking records for England's goal scoring. And Bakaya Saka started and was substituted in the second half. I think a lot of Arsenal fans would have rather have seen him substituted much earlier in the game. Um, however, he did manage to stay on the pitch for a fair chunk of time. Jorginho playing, as I say, for Italy. Uh, Thomas Partey also completed 90 minutes uh, for Ghana in their 1-0 win over Angola. I'm sure Arsenal fans, again, will not be particularly happy with the fact that he managed to complete those 90 minutes and they would rather see him rested. Uh, Ghana are uh, expected to play another game, of course, before the international break finishes. 
uh, with Partey being most likely to play the full 90 again. Now, uh, in other areas, uh, Arsenal have been linked with Rasmus Hoylands, the Atalanta Danish striker. And in Denmark's game yesterday, he managed to score a hat-trick on his third appearance for his senior side. Uh, he has, as I say, been linked with Arsenal in the past and looks to be one hell of a talent. 20 years of age and is scoring at a rate of knots for Atalanta. Um, doing very well, uh, both on the international scene and on the club scene as well. He's got 14 goals at 20 years of age in 33 appearances this season. Um, and certainly someone maybe that Arsenal will be looking to potentially snap up. Goal records. To be uh, kind of com- uh, compared to Erling Haaland is just, I just don't see the same level uh, of of return in terms of goals, but that could change. He could develop very quickly. Um, he's not scoring at the same rate as Haaland did at the same age, but there is already being these comparisons made, um, whether or not it's the Scandinavian link and it's a lazy comparison because of that, who knows? But uh, yes, Rasmus Hoyland, one to keep an eye on and Arsenal have been linked with the striker Uh, already leading up to the summer transfer window. Now, Arsenal have been nominated for a glut of March nominations uh, for uh, separate categories. The first, of course, is Reese Nelson's goal, which was nominated for goal of the month, um, or got him, as I like to say, um, against Bournemouth, which uh, he certainly did get plenty of them uh, when he took that goal and rivals were crying all around the country. Um, but it was a great strike at uh, the moment. The goal itself, certainly worthy of the award, and it's been nominated, and I will be shocked if indeed Reese Nelson's goal is not the winner of that competition. Uh, Aaron Ramsdale in that same game, you may remember, saved a brilliant opportunity for Uatara, uh, scrambling across from the right to the left-hand side of his box to get his hands onto the strike from the Bournemouth winger, and that has been nominated for save of the month, uh, and he will hope to, of course, get a chance at winning that as well. So Arsenal can pick up even more individual awards this season. Both Bakaya Saka and Leandro Trossard have been nominated as player of the month. Saka scoring several goals and Trossard with a absolute bucket load of assists during this month as well. Both would be worthy winners of this month's award, and we'll have to wait and see if indeed they manage to pick it up. And lastly, of course, Mikel Arteta. Four wins, 14 goals scored, two clean sheets. It would be very surprising indeed if Mikel Arteta is not the winner of the competition for the month of March after having a fantastic time in recovering from that poor dip in form in February. Arteta potentially will be up again for another award this season. I think there's potential. I'm I'm not sure if this is 100% right, but off the top of my head, I think he may then break the record for the number of player of the uh, manager of the month awards won by an Arsenal manager. I, I think I might be right in that uh, saying that I think this is his third or fourth <laughs> this season already, which is kind of mad thinking. I think Arsene Wenger won it only once or twice during the Invincible season. So it kind of shows you how impressive indeed Arsenal have been and how impressive Arteta has been as well. Now, our headline story of the day revolves around Nuno Tavares, uh, the Portuguese youth international and left-back slash left-wing-back slash right-wing-back for Marseille on loan from Arsenal. There is trouble because Marseille are saying that they will not be making that move permanent in the summer. 
This is also coming off the back of him being rely- uh, basically labelled as too unreliable. He's not consistent enough and he's not performing at a level that is required by Marseille. Uh, Arsenal are also said to be wanting to move him on on a permanent deal in the summer. Um, but certainly uh, they have an issue uh, and Arsenal have an issue in what might happen with Tavares in the summer. They've got to find a suitor. They've got to find someone that can pay a fee for him. And I continue to go back, not so smugly, only a smidge of smugness has come from me on this. But for those that ever thought we'd be getting upwards of 30 million quid for this guy, I'm sorry, but you need to get yourselves back down to reality. Arsenal would be super lucky to make anything close to 20 million quid for Nuno Tavares. I'd take 15 million right now. If you offered me 15 million quid for Nuno Tavares, I am taking it all day long. Give me 15 million for Tavares and I am happy. Very happy indeed. Move him on in the summer. Make a profit. More than double than what we paid for him. The 7 million that we bought him from Benfica. And uh, it would represent, in my view, a very good piece of business by Arsenal. Not that I'm smug. Just putting it out there, chat box. Not that I'm smug in any way, shape or form. Not at all. (laughs) Sorry, I just can't quite rub this smile off my face. Um, Okay. (laughs) Right, let's move to part two and your questions then right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Of course, you can still get hold and will continue to be able to get hold of our non-profit merchandise, our home and away caps, of which I'm sporting the away one, as you can see on my head right now. I was doing this show with Sophie last night and uh, I think it was Marcus that left the comment of, where's the TGT hat? Now, I'm going to be very honest with you. The TGT hat is not only just a beautiful piece of headwear, but it is an asset into preventing me having to show my bed hair in the morning. So uh, if you would like to cover up your bed hair, uh, it's a great tactic. Of course, any purchases of our TGT non-profit caps, all of the profit goes to the local business to help support us make our brilliant merchandise. And of course, the rest of the proceeds go to uh, Macmillan Cancer Support and the Arsenal Foundation. Okay, right then, let's go into the chat box then and tackle some of your questions. Um, J House Media, JH House Media says, How many times, how times have changed? Didn't Newcastle pay 15 million for Alan Shearer? Yes, uh, how times change indeed. That's just the shape of the game, that's how football works. It's a monetary juggernaut these days, and, and that's where we have to move with these types of things. 
Um, Lynn says, what about uh, Forrest? Could they be his type in terms of Nuno Tavares? Could they be the club that he potentially moves to? Maybe. Um, we'll have to wait and see uh, where he ends up going. But I reckon it will be probably somewhere on the continent rather than in the Premier League. Um, James says, how significant a role did the All or Nothing documentary play in our project going boom? Fan connection, unity, understanding the project, motivation, uh, the team documenting the fifth place season. I don't know, James. Uh, I, I wouldn't like to put like a percentage <laughs> on it. I don't necessarily think that it is like the main reason why we've had such a success this season. I think it is certainly much more down to uh, what's gone on behind the scenes at the club that we haven't seen, what Mikel Arteta is doing, the business, the players, of course. There might be a small amount of it that's improved the unity and the connection between the fans and the team, but I think that probably would have happened anyway based upon the success that we're having this season. So I don't necessarily think it's had a big impact on things. Uh, let's go to... Um, scrolling down. Akamal says, not a question, but I'm happy to see Ben Foster joining Wrexham. For the rest of the season, I actually may have missed this story. Ben Foster, uh, he is indeed playing for Wrexham. I mean, that's not surprising at all. Uh, <laughs> I mean, fair play. They've signed, uh, is he a former England international? Did Ben Foster ever play for England? I'm sure that he did. Surely he played for England at some stage. He did. Made eight appearances for England between 2007 and 2014. Got an amazing number of appearances on his record as well. And is now back in professional football with Wrexham. So uh, very interesting indeed. Feel sorry, a little bit sorry for their existing goalkeeper. You probably have to say, but I guess football is a uh, a cutthroat and ruthless game. Um, let's go to scrolling down the chat box a little bit more. Um, Atalanta says Cape Town might want to come back for Tavares since we're open to a permanent departure. Maybe he is the type of player that they would probably allowed to flourish he plays wing back and they've got their wing back system i think they've still got the wing back system um and they were interested in before marseille took him uh in the summer as well so we'll have to see if indeed atalanta do come in uh for that uh dan says did you see harry kane last night crawling in an attempt to look for some trophies um it is almost i almost i don't want to get so i don't feel sorry for kane but what i do say is i kind of feel right kind of what's the word I'm looking for. I just, it's so disappointing to see a player of that level of quality so content with probably ending his career at some point without winning a trophy. It is rather amusing, um, but it's a real shame um, to see that level of quality wasted. A club like Tottenham, um, who knows what will happen in the summer? We'll have to wait and see. Anthony says, Tom, what's the new fancy picture coming to replace the blank space? Well spotted. What could be going in that space? Watch this space and you'll have to wait and see. Uh, Marcus says, I believe if we win one more game, we guarantee finishing above Chelsea, even if we lose the rest and they would uh, win the rest. What a turnaround. Yeah, of course, we're not thinking about that too much. And I don't want to think about losing every game by one. But yeah, it shows you kind of the difference between the clubs, the the overtake that's happened. Arsenal certainly moving above Chelsea again uh, in terms of their stature in England. And uh, hopefully that will be made even more significant by a title win at the end of the campaign. Um, Lynn says, Tom, after watching England last night, would you say that Saka is undroppable? Yeah, because we don't really have another option on the right. It's Sterling, you think of him very much as the left. Foden, I think, is the left. Grealish, I think, is the left. We just don't really have. Jared Bowen's really the only other one, and he's not had the best of seasons. 
So, yeah, I don't necessarily see us having an obvious option uh, as another potential right winger in the England national setup. Maybe that will come uh, with some development of young players coming through. But at the moment, I don't see an option for England in that position at all. Um, Jay says, I managed to get some tickets to the Arsenal-Leeds game. A cheeky pre-match pint, Tom? Uh, I will be working, so there'll be no pre-match pints for me. Uh, what time is the game against Leeds? Arsenal fixtures. As soon as I finish work, maybe I'll be able to head. It's a three o'clock game. Um, depends on what time things are, but times what I finish work afterwards, but potentially afterwards, Jay, potentially. Um, let's go to SH says, told you about Hoyland. I said it, cloning the not so smug, <laughs> I'm joining the not so smug club. I would love to see him develop further under Arteta. You did indeed. you got to give people credit where it's due, just like Tavares. Not that I'm bringing that up again at all. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't dare want to bring that up again. Uh, let's go to James. Says Harry Kane holds the all-time goal-scoring record for club and country and has never won a major trophy. Is it time that he does a Sol Campbell and joins Arsenal so he can win and truly become world-class? Would I take Harry Kane at Arsenal? Well, if you're saying that he'd come here for free... Probably, because it would be quite funny. But I'm not spending any money on Harry Kane because the amount of money that it would take to bring Harry Kane to Arsenal would be a silly, silly amount of money. Actually, it says Foster's signed because their goalkeeper is injured. Fair play. Thank you for the information. That's why I appreciate you guys. Um, let's go. Lee says, why do TalkSpot continually try to rubbish our chances of winning the Premier League? Look, there's a lot of people, Lee, that are very jealous of Arsenal. They don't particularly like seeing Arsenal win. A fair few of those are at TalkSport. You know, you think about Jamie, you think about Jason Cundy um, and the like as well. But thankfully, Laura does a fantastic job at defending Arsenal. Uh, Darren Bent does a decent job, to be fair, as well. So there are certainly individuals there that uh, that support Arsenal's cause and will defend them. But there's a lot of people that don't like us, I'm afraid, Lee. That's just the way that it goes. Um, let's go to Louis. He says, Tom, with the Jesus documentary, do you think it's a sign the club are filming a lot more and testing the waters? Perhaps an all or nothing part two type documentary to come out. I think that they saw the benefit of the all or nothing documentary in terms of um, kind of the engagement of the supporter base and how much people enjoyed it and the, probably the viewing figures that it got as well. And they've probably seen that and thought, you know what? I don't think we need somebody else to do this for us, even though they got paid a fair amount of money for Amazon to do it. I think they can probably think they can do it themselves and benefit in their own way off of it too. So yes, I think they have probably seen that and uh, have certainly used that to their benefit. Um. Dan says, uh, a Cedric, signed Cedric montage. Is there a Cedric? We haven't got a Cedric signed photo montage. I would love a Cedric signed photo montage. I'm sure you, sure you would too, Dan, but there isn't one available yet. Maybe one for the future. Uh, Vala says, am I wearing, am I fully clothed for these shows? Because you only see my top half. Yes, yes. I've got the uh, the trackies on today. So yes, indeed, I am fully clothed. That really hurt my hamstring. <laughs> Don't try and lift your legs up at eight o'clock in the morning without stretching. Yomi says, with Tuchel going to Bayern, can we take a minute to laugh at Chelsea fans crying for Thomas Tuchel to go back? Yeah, I mean, haven't really discussed um, the uh, the whole Julian Nagelsmann or Julian Nagelsmann situation. I I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised because Bayern are very ruthless and cutthroat with their decision making, but I did not see this one coming at all. I, I mean, they're going really well in the Champions League. Yes, I know that they're behind in terms of the Bundesliga title, 
But I mean, that is some cutthroat ruthlessness of a club. Like you're second in the league, you're progressing through to what you would hope would be beating Man City in the uh, in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Maybe they see Thomas Tuchel as the guy who beat City in the Champions League final with Chelsea. Maybe they see him. How amazing would it be, right? Say if Bayern win the Champions League this season, Thomas Tuchel joins two clubs and wins the Champions League after joining after the knockout stages. That I don't know if any managers have ever been able to do that before. Um, but if Thomas Tuchel and Bayern win the Champions League this season, maybe he'll be the first to do that. I don't know if anyone else has ever done that before. One to, to try and check, that's for sure. Um, let's go to Raf, who says, what do you think uh, is the surprise position Arteta improves in the TW? Similar to Leno Ramsdale. Oh, transfer window. <laughs> People throw out these acronyms at me and I have to try and work them out at ridiculously early o'clock in the morning. <laughs> You're testing me. Similar to Leno and Ramsdale or maybe Zinni uh, Kieran Tierney. Um, good question. Because no one was really expecting us to bring in a goalkeeper when we brought Ramsdale. And few were really expecting us to bring in a player that was going to start over Kieran Tierney. Who could be the player that Arsenal bring in that surprises people in terms of the position? Maybe a winger? That that I mean, you never know. It could be a winger, maybe even a striker. You know, we obviously were being talked about with Rasmus Hoyland being linked to the club as well. We have Jesus. It would be pretty surprising to see Arsenal go out and bring someone that could compete with Jesus for next season, maybe even though Balogun's coming back. It could be Gabriel. It could be uh, Ben White at right back. We don't know, but it's uh, it's part of the ruthlessness of this recruitment strategy now, Raf. But that's a really, really good question indeed. Um, let's go to... Gunner Dude says, off topic, but with regards to the right-back spot, is there any reason why Tini couldn't do a job there other than his preferred foot? I mean, the other than his preferred foot is kind of a significant factor in this. Um, the fact that he's really... I, I, he has played there for Scotland, I know, but it was a long time ago, I think. I don't think he's played at right-back for Scotland in a, in a while because he's been playing in that left centre-back, back three position. I I just don't think that's the way forwards. I think that you have to change as few things as possible when you're doing this. Now, obviously, whilst Saliba's been out, Holding has been playing at right back. Uh, sorry, Holding has been playing at right centre back. So if, say, White was to get injured for whatever reason, I think you can bring Saliba into White's position. He's played right back for Marseille. I think that's the best option. Those that think we should move Tierney to left back brings Zinchenko to right back. I don't think that's the way forwards. I just think that's far too vulnerable defensively because Tierney's obviously learning this new position, a new role. So he's already transitioning into that stylistic kind of player moving forwards. I just don't think it works in the same way. Um, so yeah, Saliba for me, Saliba holding Gabriel Zinchenko would be my back four if White got injured. Um, Van of Duty says, double question. What did you make of Declan Rice's performance last night and Pickford's distribution? I didn't watch the game, <laughs> so, so I can't really comment. Um, I've watched the little clips, but in terms of an entire performance, there's no way I'll be able to give you my genuine analysis. I was doing a show with Sophie um, about Gabrielle, so yeah, I didn't I didn't watch it. I, my interest in England and the international break when it's not um, when it when it's not a World Cup or a, or a Euro tournament or whatever, it's just like down here. I just. I just can't get up for it. I can't get up for the England games. I find them really dull and boring. And I really am not a big fan of Southgate and watching his team. So, yeah, I, I rarely do watch the qualifiers or the Nations League games. Call me a bad journalist if you like. 
don't care. <laughs> I just can't get. I don't need to watch them. I can always catch up on Saka's individual performance on on Y Scout should I need to. So I can't give you a. Um, I can't give you an assessment of Rice's game and I won't pretend to try either. Um, BC Biker Bro says, how was the golf yesterday, Tom? It's very good. It's got a personal best. I started in December and I've got it down to 106 on an 18. Someone said to me the other day that only 50% of all players ever break 100. So the fact that I'm down to 106 after, what, three and a bit months? I'm very happy with that. Very happy indeed. Uh, maybe I've got some natural talents because I haven't got it in football. I can tell you for that for sure. Uh, I haven't seen part two yet. Alex of the documentary. I'm going to watch it today. I'm looking forward to it. It's on my list of things to tune into. Um, let's go to... Uh, Dan says, Hi, Tom. Do you expect a Liverpool situation for our midfield next season if we maintain Partey and Xhaka signs a new deal? No, because I'm expecting us to sign a relatively young midfielder, a, a significant in, uh, kind of... Up, not upgrade, because it's very difficult to upgrade on Xhaka and Partey, but a significant kind of addition of quality in terms of Declan Rice, someone of that ilk into the team in the summer. So no, I'm not expecting us to follow that same trend, but that that Liverpool situation should stand as a warning. Why are you all saying Xhaka in the chat box? What have I missed? Um, oh, you're saying who should play at right back? Xhaka. Xhaka. Never. Not a chance. <laughs> um, let's go to boom, 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 boom. A couple more questions before we wrap up today. Christopher says, Tom, when we sell Tavares for 40 million, who would you spend that money on? <laughs> Are we selling like four Tavares? Have we got four to sell? Is that what that is? Is it like a buy one Tavares and send three more off? We're going to clone him and send him out four times. <laughs> But let's say we sell someone for 40 million quid. I don't know. Say Balogun moves on and we get something close to 40 million, which is a lot more realistic. Um, you know, I think that 40 million plus the money that we know is available, you're looking at bringing in a quality midfielder. I think you're looking at bringing in a quality right back as well to give you a little bit more variation, not in the style of Ben White or Tommy Asu, someone a bit more offensive. And that's what we need to be looking at. Um, there's a lot more that we can do to this group. I think a forward is still in the works. I think a right-sided centre-back to improve on holding needs to be thought about. There's a fair few uh, that need to uh, to improve. Uh, James says, well, who? I'm in the top 50% of golfers. I also saw something that was like, um, you are, it's a bit morbid, but it was something like the chances of you getting in a plane crash, there is, there is more chance of you being in a plane crash than there is breaking 80 on an 18 hole. That's how bad people are at golf. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, stunned by some of the statistics that come out, but I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing. So there you go. Um, I am very behind, Dan, in terms of the chat box because I kind of scroll down looking for people's questions. So I feel like I'm going to miss someone's or I'm going to feel bad about it. But, uh, but there you go. Um, I don't speak this language so i'm not going to try uh, quite contrary here a lot of interest in england because most football fans there are premier league fans yeah i imagine that's the case um obviously there's always going to be a lot of interest in those english players because the majority of them play in the premier league as well but uh i suppose in you know china for instance is an interesting option because china's not developed its football internationally maybe i'm being ignorant but i don't necessarily see it as a nation that's 
that's what that has improved with the money that they were initially putting into with the Chinese Super League and you know the national team has not necessarily improved and there's a massive obviously the population is the biggest in the world and so you think you've got a great pool but you've got to have those grassroots links you've got to have the infrastructure to find the talent in your nation in a sport and in terms of football I'm not sure that it's there Japan though on the contrary has got you know obviously a significantly smaller population but the infrastructure in in japan to be able to find great talent is the reason why japan's one of the most successful asian nations that there is and i suppose that's also another big reason why a lot of asian supporters support a lot of premier league clubs as well because the infrastructure around the homegrown side of the sport is just not there in the same way um let's go to uh says, are you going to be going to the u.s tour this summer i hope so I haven't, you know, there's no guarantees. Um, Kyra obviously goes to, to all of our away games, but who knows? Maybe I can swindle my way in if I uh, get some accommodation sorted and stuff. Um, let's go to... Fine, maybe we're done for today. There's a few more. Uh, Messi Raff says, I agree. I think Trossard, the false nine performances mean we go for another winger, probably a right wing. Have a feeling that we might sign a right-sided centre-back that competes with Saliba. I agree. Um, Cool. We're going to wrap things up there. Thank you guys for tuning in. Over 800 of you on a fr- on a Friday morning in the international break. That's impressive. I'm very happy that we managed to maintain such a clued in, engaged and regular group of, uh, of viewers on the channel. It means a lot. So thank you for that. Do drop a like if you've enjoyed it. Um, Raul says, do a, a predictraton. What's a predictraton? I don't know what that a predict- predictraton is. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. This could be dangerous. What is a predictatron? I, I think that you may have misspelled something there, <laughs> Raul. Um, if you're asking for a prediction, I don't know what the prediction is for. So there you go. I don't know what we're talking about. It's, it's the problem with a chat box when you're doing a live show is that I'm often like scrolling like halfway or half an hour ago in the chat box reading out questions. Then you guys are leaving comments about the things that I'm saying. And then when I get to those comments, it's happening about 10 minutes ago. So I'm there. But what is going on? Uh, predict the rest of the matches, says Raul. Right. So the reason why I'm not going to be doing a show with a, with you met my last season, we did kind of a prediction for all of the games of Arsenal. I think we did Spurs. I think we might have done something like Chelsea or, as well. I'm not going to be doing that because I did that last time and we missed out on top four. So if I do a predictatron, which is something I'm now certainly going to be nicking. Um, <laughs> I, I just I'm I'm forcing it too much so no not happening not doing a prediction for the last 10 games type show because I just dare not risk tempting fate to screw us over it's just not going to happen yeah see Raf says please don't do a prediction show not happening I cannot tempt fate that much it would be ridiculous however if you would like to do your own predictions you can head over to football.london because there's a whole um kind of game thing you can do to uh predict all the scores so if you want to if that's your sort of thing if that sort of game you like to play go over to football uh, football.london and you can uh you can find one there that you can click in all the scores and then get your prediction for the season i won't tell you what mine was because again i don't want to tempt fate no interest in jinxing anything thank you guys for listening um really appreciate your time as always uh, drop a like subscribe if you're new and uh yeah i'll see you again very soon and as always up the arsenal
It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.